Let's pray. Father, I come before you. I, 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 oh, I, I'm struggling to even find the words to explain the, what I feel the Holy Spirit is trying to pull so hard here. And I just I come before you to ask you, God, to, to open our eyes to see, give us ears to hear. Father, he that has ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, God, give us ears to hear. Open our eyes and our ears to hear from you. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Whoo, hallelujah. Oh, man, I, 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 I'm struggling to get started here a little bit. Um, but uh, let's, just, let's just stretch a minute. Uh, nope, stand up. Come on, stand up. Stretch a little bit. Uh, see. Uh, why would we want to stretch a little bit? Because I want you alert. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. He's right about one thing. Rogers is very right about my, the sincere desire I have to see the body of Christ become the body of Christ, to see, to see you doing and achieving and, and experiencing all that God has had and has done and, and what he wants to do in you. It is, the, it is truly one of the passions of my life to see God do that. I'm excited about what he's going to I know, I know that 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 for whatever reason that I can't even understand, God has somehow chosen this little church for a purpose right here in this little town. Now, I'm humbled by that. I can tell you I am humbled by it. I don't know why would God want us, <laughs> but he does. He does. And we've been talking about it, and I've been focusing on growth. Do you know, if you want a better country, if you want a better city, if you want better families, if you'd like better communities, if you'd like better homes, the key is to make a better you. That's how we get there. We make a better us. And so that has been where I'm focused on your growth, on you becoming all that God's called you to be, on you becoming, and I want to talk to you about something this morning that is a visual that everybody can relate to typically and everybody understand it. It's the corporate ladder or the ladder, climbing the ladder. Pastor Dale, we're talking about climbing the corporate ladder. We are going to talk about climbing the ladder, but I'm going to tell you something. There's two ladders we're going to talk about this morning. One we're going to spend only a couple of minutes on, and one we're going to spend the rest of the time on. This was amazing to me. I got to tell you something. This shook me to my core. It put me in a place, probably one of the biggest life-changing experiences of my life came from this principle. And I'm working on a book right now because of it. See, there's two ladders that we climb. There's the resume ladder. That's the ladder of your accomplishments. And then there's the eulogy ladder. That's the one they talk about at your funeral. Ooh. And when we talk about the, the resume ladder, we automatically think about position or jobs or accomplishments or things I have done. But when we think about the eulogy ladder, we begin to think about the things of who I am. And these are much different. So I didn't know I was going to do this, but I'm going to. Many years ago, uh, my wife and I were... Uh, 
young, we were, I don't remember, we were driving along and we're, we're, all of a sudden we saw that sign, you know, that one sign that, 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 that my wife always pointed out, that what, 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 garage sale. That's the sign, garage sale. And so we, I was like, yeah, I mean, I didn't care. All right, we'll go. Let's go. So we pulled over. We go to the garage sale. And, and what I discovered when I got to this particular garage sale was that it wasn't a woman's garage sale. It was a man's garage sale. Yeah. She didn't find anything in there. And I go in, and what, had hap- what I find is this guy had built, his wife had passed away, and he began to set up this incredible shop. He had a painting booth and painting equipment for cars and a welding equipment and metal equipment and, and, and metal lathes and just every kind of tool you can imagine was in this place. And they're just selling it off. He had passed away and his kids are selling all this stuff off. And I'm walking through there like, honey, good call. You know, this is my kind of garage sale. Tools everywhere. And... um Something happened to me, and, and I, I still to this day can't quite explain it to you because I don't know how to put it into words. I was standing at a piece of equipment, and it was a craftsman metal lathe, and I was standing there at that equipment, and I don't... This, I'm going to get a little mystic because I don't know how to explain what happened, but in an instant, it was as if I was dreaming, like maybe I was asleep, and in a dream... I don't know how to explain it. Some call them visions. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was. I don't know what it was. But I found myself in a small pickup. And I knew some things. I knew it was payday Friday. I knew I had just picked up this metal lathe. And I knew I was bringing it back to the shop. That's what I knew. And I remember the excitement I was feeling. I was going to spend all weekend... I was going to get that thing set up. I was going to learn how to use it. I was so excited. And that was where I was going to spend my whole weekend. And then I kind of came back and, and kind of realized where I was. And that was gone. And I'm standing there looking at the lathe. And I freaked out. I thought this guy's life has been reduced to a garage sale. His daughter said he spent all his time out in the shop. And I thought... He spent his whole life, and what have they done is they're just selling his stuff off. And I walked away from there thinking, Lord, please, 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 don't let my life be a garage sale. I want my life to matter. I want it to mean something far beyond what I achieve, what I gather, what I, what I get for myself. It needs to be bigger than what I can gather up. And that's the ladder I want to talk to you about. It's the ladder of what matters. It's a ladder of character. It's a ladder of what is going to go beyond you. What you accomplish in this life, the positions you hold no longer matter when you're gone. It's the legacy of the lives that we touch and the message that gets left behind. So I want to talk about that ladder. And I'm going to give you uh, five rungs to the ladder of the eulogy. Okay? Okay? The five rungs of the ladder of eulogy. And number one, and boy, I got to be honest with you, I have spent some time with God on this one this week. 
Number one, try to be better on the inside than I am on the outside. Listen, what we are, listen, who is our source, right? It's, it's, it's the Holy Spirit. Who is the power to achieve it's the Holy Spirit? Not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit. It is the presence of God that achieves greatness. Our job is not to try to achieve greatness, but to be great in Him, to be in Him, and make sure on the inside we're where we're supposed to be. If we're right with Him, if our life is where it's supposed to be with Him, we will accomplish stuff on the outside. Be better on the inside. Uh, this is in Matthew chapter 23 and 23 through 28. Jesus began to talk to the, the religious folks. Remember this? He said, woe to you. You make clean the outside of the cup, but the inside of the cup isn't clean. So this sparked some stuff in me, and I'm going to share this with you a little bit, but this sparked some stuff in me this week as I began to try to focus on it. And I've been working on my book, so I've been thinking about this for the last some time. But, but, but thinking about what matters and where does it really fit in. And if you're going to become who God wants you to be, you have to first do it in here. You have to become more than you are on the outside. It has to be who you are on the inside. And, and, and listen, I'm going to tell you something, where that begins. I've told many people, I, I had a list of priorities for my life, you know. You, you lay out priorities. And, and, and my first priority in my life is my relationship with Christ. It's number one. It, it has to be everything. If there's something going on between me and God, that has to be dealt with. That has to become priority number one. Now, everybody said after that, what's ministry? For me, it's never been number two. It's never been ministry. <gasps> what? It's been my family. I've seen too many ministers lose their wife. And that affects everything. And I'm like, nope. Number two is my wife and my family. I'm going to be who God called me to be in my home. So I'm going to have my relationship with God, and then I'm going to who be who God called me at home. Then I can minister. Okay? It has to start from within you. We have to make us right. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you something here uh, that was, uh, that's powerful. Until you, until you will become one, take 100% responsibility for who you are, you can't blame it on you. See, I can say the things that I try to accomplish out here, things can happen, right? Problems can come. Other people, I, I need other people to do stuff. There's other stuff out here. But on the ladder of my character, I have to take 100% responsibility for me. Don't you remember, when I was in school, they tell you, you're not responsible for what happens, but you are responsible for your actions. Your response, we have to become 100% responsible. Now, what that means is that you need to become willing to, to let God correct you, fix you. We're, we're going we're gonna to get to that a little bit. But, but the number one rung of this is you got to be better on the inside than the outside. You can try to look good on the outside, but the inside has to be better. You have to take 100% responsibility for you and your relationship with God. It has to be 100%. Number two, ooh, I'm going to follow the golden rule. If I'm going to matter in this life, I need to change the hearts. I need to affect the lives of others 
who can affect the lives of others, who can see God's kingdom grow. People matter. This isn't just about me. It's about how do I affect those around me? How do I change? The second ladder for me is that golden rule. What is it? Matthew 7, do as you would have men do unto you, do unto others. I said that wrong? No, I said it right. Something like that. The golden rule. I'm going to, as the best of my ability, I'm going to try to do for others what I would want them to do. I'm going to try to be there for others. Others matter. Number three, this one has been challenging for me. I am going to strive to only teach and preach those things that I believe and that I am applying to my life. You know how hard it is sometimes? You know you can get a lot of messages. You know there's enough. You can get preaching material from anywhere. I don't want to preach it unless it's real in me. I don't want to say it unless I'm putting it in practice in my life. I don't want to come up here and say this. So, so for me, when I'm sharing this message, I can tell you where my week has been. I spent a lot of my week in Psalms 139. You know, search my heart, oh God. As I'm preparing for this week, I'm spending time this week, search my heart, oh God. Make sure I where I need to be. I want to be, I want to be bigger on the inside. God, I want to be right with you. We need to strive to only share and do the things that we've applied and we've used in our life. Do you know what a powerful world it would be if we were dedicated to only sharing a message with somebody that we had actually done? You guys are getting all quiet. I'm not getting on to you. I'm just being honest. It's easy to give advice and especially easy to give advice that you haven't necessarily even ever tried. I'm committed as pastor. One of the rungs on my letter, ladder to grow inside is to not teach something until I have begun to experience it and put it into practice. Remember, what happens on the inside of us is bigger than what we do on the outside. Okay? Climbing this ladder. Trying to be better on the inside. Follow the golden rule. People matter. Strive to only do and teach or say what I'm applying in my life. And number four, and I believe this, make humility one of the greatest virtues of all virtues. I love it in James, right? It says, God, God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. And let me tell you something. I am humbled. I'm humbled by what God is doing here. I'm humbled by the, what's happening around us. I'm humbled. I've spent, I spent a lot of time this week. I'm, gonna, I'm being honest with you. I spent a lot of time this week thinking, God, what do I have? Why would you choose me? Why would you do this? Why would you do this for me? And that leads me to the second part of that. Be grateful. <laughs> So in this humbleness, what we do is we begin to become grateful. And from that, we become teachable. Because listen to me, if you're not willing to be humble and to be teachable and to be trainable and to be grateful, you won't stay up there very long. Come on, you know what I'm telling you is truth. Humble yourself. Because if you'll stay humble, let God work on you on the inside. Be teachable. 
You know how many people I have met who refuse to learn? They have already got it figured out. Man, oh man, oh man. I, I'm, I, uh, boy, I got to be careful here. I, I want one of them shirts that, at work that says, be careful what you do, it might end up in my sermon. <laughs> because we have people who, in our industry, who's done things a certain way for so long, they just refuse to learn new ways. And it, it's interesting to watch some of these guys do things the hardest way possible because that's where they're stuck. We have to be teachable. Um, in, a, in a teaching and a book that I've uh, uh, been working on, and you've heard it for the, the nine principles of Christian maturity, I talk about uh, one of the cr- principles in Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 5, the Scripture says, and add to your faith virtue. And I have some banners, and, w- and we're going to put them up, and I'm going to go through those teachings again. But add to your faith virtue. Anybody know what that is? Virtue? We know what a virtue, we, we know what, we know like you say, patience is a virtue. But what does the word virtue mean? So the Bible says to add to your faith virtue. And in my studies of that, I begin to discover something that to add virtue means that you have to be willing to conform to a set of principles. Now, I happen to believe that those set of principles are written right here in this book. <laughs> And to add virtue means that I'm willing to conform my life to fit this book. Not try to warp this book to, confit, to conform to me. So, so the number fourth ladder that we have to walk in if we're going to grow in the inside is a teachable spirit that says, God, I will learn, I will grow, I will put this word in my life. I will apply these principles to me. I'll be willing to be taught, to be trained, to be changed. Number five, the fifth ladder that for me is one that I'm trying to, that I'm striving for, for my growth, is I want to finish this race well. I want to fight all the way to the end. I want to serve God all the way until the trumpet sounds or I breathe my last breath. I want to do this work from within, for, from, I want to finish well. I don't want to quit. I don't want to stop. I don't want to end. These five rungs, these are the rungs of the ladder that I am using to try to grow me. Number one, not, I, don't want to just be, I don't want to be pretty on the outside. I want to be pretty on the inside. Number two, I want my life to be about people, helping, serving, and ministering to others. The golden rule. Number three, I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't want to just say things that, I don't, that aren't real, that I don't believe. I don't want to just, I want everything that comes out of my mouth to be sincere and real and something I believe and something that I'm following. Number four, I want to walk before the God in graciousness and learning and humility, recognizing he is the creator, and, and, and I don't deserve anything that he's given to me, but I'm, I'm thankful for it. Walk in humility. And number five, I'm going to try to finish well. I'm going to do this from now on. Well, Pastor Dale, what are these? These are character-building rungs. 
that I have chosen to put into my life. I want you to grow. I want you to use your giftings. I want you to be, I want you to be all that God has called you to be. But you have to start by being right on the inside. This morning, I got a question for you. We're going to pause, and I got a question for you. The things you're doing right now, are you adding to your resume, or are you adding to your eulogy? Are you building a resume, or are you building a life that's going to matter? Are you building a life that people are going to talk about? At your funeral, are you building a resume or a eulogy? Pastor Dill, that's heavy. I know. <laughs> I want to get heavy with you because God wants to work in your life. And God has to start with your innermost being. And God wants to change you. He doesn't just want to make you prosperous in this world. He wants to change you. God wants to change you. And this morning, I'm going to throw it. I'm just throwing this challenge out before you right now. Are you right with God? Are you better on the inside than you are on the outside? Are you putting a facade? I'm not judging you. I'm asking you to do that. You are 100% responsible for your inner man. Are you right on the inside? I, I'm going to tell you, I, there are so many things, I, I, there's so many stories, there's so many things I could share. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to leave that right there. I'm going to leave you with that. But I'm asking you to ask yourself this question. Nobody else is responsible for your inner man. Nobody else is responsible for your relationship with God. Nobody else is responsible for where you live your life. Only you. Are you building a resume? Or a eulogy. Let's pray. Father, I, I, with all sincerity, you know my heart. I thought about putting this off because I thought, honestly, I thought about spending another week doing some more soul searching in my heart. But I truly believe that the things I'm sharing, God, are true in my heart. That I want to be better on the inside than as a pastor on the outside. God, I want, to, I want to make a difference in the lives of people. God, you know, I, I truly believe these things. I want to live what I'm preaching. I don't want to be a hypocrite, God. I want to live what I'm preaching. Father, I just pray right now that you would open every, every, every person in this room right now in, this, in this, just this little quiet moment would be asking themselves, is my inside clean? Is my inside right? Am I focusing on my inside or am I focusing on the outside? I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I was going through this uh, teaching and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and as I was doing this, and this is a freebie. Remember Paul said something? He said the outer man, he said, I find these two laws in me. It said on the inner man, Paul said this, I love this, it said the inner man is okay. He said, I'm struggling with the outer man. Let me tell you something, I would love to say
the inner man is okay. I'm struggling with the outer man, that's fine. We're going to do that as long as we're in this flesh. But if the inner man is okay, then I'm okay. (laughs) If I'm okay on the inside, I'm okay. Amen. And that's what Paul said. I thanks be to God. (laughs) Because the outer man may be fumbling, but the inner man is solid. And if you're solid on the inner man, you're okay. All right. God bless you. I'm all done. Uh, That was the whole thing for today. And.